Hi, this is Sarah Lynn with The Self Campaign. What you're listening to is an edited version. If you'd like to catch the entire unedited version, along with a lot of laughs with me and my co-host Jason, come on over to our YouTube page. It is at KCAPC at YouTube, and you can catch The Self Campaign. It'll be a lot of fun. We hope to see you there. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Self Campaign, where we are campaigning for ourselves. I am your host, Sarah Lynn, and this is my co-host, JB. Hi. I introduced us this week. Yay. Told you. Listen, this is what you call progress. (laughs) We had no technical difficulties. We forget nothing. We introduced ourselves. It's a good day. It's a good day. Progress. It's hot outside. Yes. But it's a good day. Hi, everybody. I hope you had a great week. I know last week I said we were going to talk about dichotomy versus spectrum, but Jason and I both have stuff on our hearts, and so we're going to take this week just to kind of chat about what's going on, how we're working through it. I really want this community to be very interactive and for you to see people actually doing the work in real time because this kind of work is not a college degree. Right. Like it's not, okay, it's yours and now you're there forevermore. It is daily doing the work, being present in a moment when normally you wouldn't have been, realizing something you normally wouldn't have, changing a behavior, a response. Every small time you do something that has a huge ripple and cascade effect on your entire life. Right. So I think that's kind of what we're going to talk about today, just kind of what we're going through and how we're dealing with it. And if you guys come on and join us, you know, please feel free to share any of your moments where you maybe got a little more present when you weren't before. Absolutely. And maybe had a breakthrough or responded as opposed to reacting or even just was present enough in the moment to realize, huh, and say to yourself, that's interesting. I'm going to get curious about this. So Cool. Yeah. Um, before we go there, though, I think it would be important for us to kind of look back on what we talked about last week. Um, just kind of a quick review. That way we know what we've gone through and what we're doing and we're not going to do that. No, we totes can. <laughs> Partially so, because I, I, I think that... I didn't bring my outline with me. Because we were... I was like, we're just going to go off the cuff today because this is really in my heart. But... So we were talking luckily, about... Luckily, I saved it in my docs. So now I can find it. Um, just a quick, you know, what we talked about is that on the show, you know, that show was available for you to watch. Yes. But just a quick overview of what we discussed last week, I think would be kind of important to keep the continuity of the discussion and what we're doing. So last week's episode was curiosity versus judgment. And I know the week before we had gone into that a little bit about ourselves, but this was more from micro to macro and a holistic approach. So we were looking at ourselves and our lives with curiosity instead of judgment or trying to. And when you do that, it frees your energy to create the changes you want to make. Right. Because when we're sitting in judgment, all of our energy is focused on ourselves negatively or on somebody else. But eventually we realize it's actually ourselves because we're just projecting onto something. So it's 
you're taking all of your energy and focusing it somewhere that's number one, not helpful, and number two, not going to serve you or anybody else. Right. So what if we could step out of that and pull back um, and look with curiosity and just realize judgments happen, but when they do, when we realize them in the moment, we can have compassion for ourselves and other people, and then we can step into a space of curiosity and kind of dig into that a little bit deeper. Okay. If that makes sense. Yes. And that's basically what I wanted you to say. Okay, um, cool. So cool. <laughs> so glad I you. That's <laughs> basically what I wanted you to say. I just, you know, that, that's one of the things that I want to do, you know, as we kind of move forward and do this and we're getting kind of into the meat of what our discussions are and what the self-campaign is about. I want to make sure that we're tagging, you know, what we talked about last week to what we're talking about this week. So it's all kind of, it all connects. And even though tonight's, today's episode's a little bit off the cuff, I think it still connects to that same very conversation. Oh, very much so. Very much um, so. Which I think is why I really, all day, I didn't look at my notes for this week, which is unlike me. Normally I'll read through all the notes, try to, I get really excited, figure out what I want to say, you know, all that stuff. And all day I've just really been sitting with this on my heart and I know this work can be really hard and I know sometimes it can feel like I'm doing all this and nothing's changing and nothing's happening but as I was saying earlier the cascade effect so for me this week you know all year I've been trying to figure out the food thing that's been going on and so I, there's some kind of food sensitivities or allergies, stuff I was eating fine all my life. All of a sudden I can't, it's just weird, right? It's just odd. And I just got the information for something I'm going to have to do. And it's more money. I looked at my wife and I'm very good at just saying what I'm feeling because I need to know where I'm at so then I can maybe shift a little. And I looked at her and I said, you know, I just feel like you're pouring a whole lot of money into a lemon of a used car and it's a really bad investment. And guys, when I tell you that hit right here so hard, that sucked, that sucked. I was like, oh, I don't like the way that feels. Why would I say that about myself? Yes. And then I came over here and talked to Jason and it was interesting because he said, you know, if it's a couple hundred dollars, it's fine. But when you get into a couple thousand, all of a sudden it's not fine. Right. And and I said that to say, like, because I've been in a similar situation as you, and it was very much the idea that, like, if I'm going to the store or if, I'm, if I've got, I know I have my, the meds I have to take. I know I have the appointments I have to keep for my health and all of those things. And, you know, as long as everything is kind of going the way that it is, I'm completely fine spending that kind of money. But if something happens and there's an emergency or I end up in the hospital overnight, which, you know, is not out of the realm of possibilities for me, I'm not worth that much. I don't, especially when I know how it's going to end up. I know what the end result of that's going to be. And it's like, that ain't worth it. Like, it ain't worth it. And what I told you is that you absolutely are worth it. Thank you, you know, for that, by the way. Regardless of how much it is, because... We want you around. People who love you want you to be around. And so we want you to know what's going. We want to know what's going on. And we want to have a solution to fix it. And we want to make sure that you're good. Yeah. Because you're not a lemon. And perfectly, you know, serviceable automobile <laughs> um, that will get you from point A to point B, uh, you know, with little to no maintenance. Yeah. And... 
what we have, the way that we have to think about it, and it kind of goes back to like what I want to talk about today, because we both kind of went into this episode. We were like, you were like, we're gonna go off the cuff because I have some things I want to talk about, and I was like, ooh, me too. I want to talk about grace. And I said, I want to talk about worthiness because and, you know we started off the very the second episode after the introduction episode was self worth, right? Self love, you know, self acceptance. Let's start with self acceptance, and then maybe we can move to worth, and then maybe we can move to love. You know what I mean? Right. The thing that I was very excited about this week is right when I said that to my wife, I felt it and I felt how bad it felt. And I went, huh, I wonder how I can get to, I'm worthy enough to spend the money on to be healthy and thriving and happy. And that was a big shift for me, just sitting in that recognizing, I don't like what I just said. I'm not judging it. I'm just realizing, ooh, that didn't feel good. I don't want to say those things about myself. That's interesting. Okay, if I want to shift it, where do I want to shift to? And that's that's the meat and potatoes of the work. When you're in a moment, you become present in the moment. So you can go to give yourself a space for grace. Yeah. And then, you know, figure out how you want to move forward from there. Exactly. And, and Sorry, I, I just said grace. You I was did. waiting for you to... To pop in. To... <laughs> and I think that it's it's how that ties into one of the things that you have to do is, you know, when you have that feeling, you you said what you said and you felt it in your gut. What we tend to do when we have that feeling, feeling in our gut is immediately go into judgment mm-hmm. and say, why did you think that? Well, either judgment or... We push it down. Right. Or we project it out onto somebody else. Right. And all of those things, none of, neither of those things... Any of those things. ...are healthy. No. So what we have to do is learn to give grace mm-hmm. to ourselves. There are people who have issues with the term grace because it gives like religious connotations, you know, God's grace, blah, 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 this, blah, blah, that. To me, grace is, is simply letting yourself off the hook, off the hook for how you feel. You know, saying how I feel is okay. It may not be where I what I want to feel, mm-hmm. but it's mine and I own it, and it's where I am right now, and that is okay. You know, it's funny. My dad always used to say, "Feelings aren't right or wrong; they just are." They just are. And I never got that. I was always like, "Yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever." And it took me almost forty years to figure out. No, he's right because, and that ties in. So feelings aren't right or wrong; they just are. And you really want to feel the feeling without becoming the emotion. Right. And that was another really hard piece for me. And so when you give yourself grace, I like to say grace and space. I feel like they go together. Because okay. when you give yourself grace, you open up a little bit of space for yourself and for anyone else involved in a situation. Right? Ooh. So there's grace and space. I like that. Yeah. So when you give yourself grace and space... You can feel the feeling and not become the emotion. Does that make sense? It does. That makes a lot of sense. And I think with some of the situations that have been happening around me, with kind of where you were, some other friends in my life that have been going through some really heavy stuff, uh, really hard situations, it's giving yourself the grace to say, this is where I am and it's okay that this is where I am. I know this is not where I'm supposed to be. Mm-hmm. I know 
that it's difficult right now and I'm having to process all of these emotions and all of these feelings and I don't know what to say, I don't know what to do, but it is what it is right now. And until I can talk to the universe, talk to God, talk to myself, find the me, this is where I am and that is okay. To me, grace and forgiveness are kind of the same thing. They're, they're linked. We expect people to forgive us, us when we do something wrong. And we, you know, there's the expectation that if someone harmed, wrongs us, we're supposed to forgive. Because forgiveness isn't for them, it's for yourself. Mm-hmm. But we don't talk about that in terms of forgiving ourselves yes. for the things that we may have done that was not... Honoring ourselves. For our origin stories. Yeah. We don't give ourselves grace for our origin stories. Absolutely. And we all, like we talked about last week, everybody has an origin story and our parents have them and we talked all about that. But what about our origin stories? And what about the things we did before we knew better? I hate to bring up Tyler Perry in any stretch of the imagination. I can't stand it. I hate it. But... In one of the old Medea movies, he said, if you're going to forgive someone, you forgive someone and you let it go. Don't forgive them if you're going to keep bringing it up. Yes, because that's not forgiveness. Because you're not actually forgiving. It's like a couple when somebody cheats. Right. And you say, I forgive you. And then every time you get into a fight, they're bringing, you're bringing up the cheating. Right. That's not forgiving. You didn't actually now forgive Now you're them. manipulating the situation with that to get something that you want. So that's totally manipulative. That's not what we're talking about. Right. If you forgive someone, if you truly forgive someone, you have agreed to let that go. Yeah. And I think what we tend to do is to ourselves is we go, I forgive myself for the things that I've done. And then as soon as something kicks up in you, that makes you feel you're away. triggered. You're triggered. You immediately go back to that well, old story. You go back. You go right back to that old story uh-huh. that you said you forgave yourself for, and that you extended the grace for. But you're right, still back in that same emotion. Now, here's the interesting thing: when you look at neurobiology, it's because that that's like a worn path in a field, because that's the way all of the farmers with all of their carts go that way every time and all of a sudden you realize there's actually a faster way if you go over here but you've only been that way once so now when you come back to that spot how many times have you driven home and not totally don't even remember the entire drive all the time because that's the way you've always gone so then if you go a different way all of a sudden you get lost in your thoughts do you end up at home or do you end up... So you, all of a sudden you're looking around going, wait, where's Where, my where turn? At? Yeah, like, where's my turn? Wait, hang on, hang on. Because, so it's running that new neuropathway. So it takes time, which is where the grace comes in. You can... It's a little bit different forgiving yourself and working with this, I think, than with forgiving somebody else and working with it. And maybe not. It could be the same thing. But when it's internal we have a lot more room to navigate because we're not working with another person. Does that right. make sense? So it's a, there's a lot more free time and freedom to get halfway or two-thirds of the way up the path and go, oh, that's not the way I want to go. Come back, and I'm going to go this other way. Does that make sense? It, it does. I, I disagree with you in the sense that it's that it's completely different from, from dealing with or forgiving someone else. Okay. Um, because I think the principles of it are the same, and that is... If I am forgiving you for something that I think that you have done, that conversation is the same as if I'm forgiving myself. 
Either way, it starts with a conversation. Yeah. Whether that conversation is internal or external between two people. Right. You know, there is always that, hey, so this thing happened and it made me, I felt this way about it. I'm going to, you know, what can I do differently in the future so that this doesn't happen again? Okay, cool. There's forgiveness there. And what I meant with the difference in navigating is like, I just think it's a lot easier to work internally with this to begin with. Oh, it's definitely easier. Do you know what I mean? Because then you don't have to navigate two people. You can just navigate yourself. So you can catch yourself at any point on the path and come back. And maybe it is easier with another person because you catch it a lot sooner because you're having a conversation as opposed to just... So I think it's different for everybody. Mm -hmm. But essentially, it's if you say you forgave yourself, and then all of a sudden, the next time you're triggered, you kind of start to do the same thing, but you come to awareness of it, you're still winning. And yes, yes, Cottontail, it is the difference between I forgive you and I am forgiving you. I love that. I think... I am. I forgive you is, and I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're totally fine. No, I didn't see that. So thank Um, you. I forgive you is the end result. Yeah. But I am forgiving you is the process. It's an action. It's the action. Forgiveness is an action. Kind of like love is an action. Forgiveness is an action. Grace is an action. We all think of these as inactive words that we just use, but these are actions when put into practice. Correct. Does that make sense? Yes. So you can say all day long, I give myself grace and space. But until you come into a present moment and are aware of what's happening and step back and give yourself grace and space, that's the action. That's what sparks the cascade of changing everything for you and shifting your reality for you. Because now you have grace and space and you have time to choose. Does that make sense? It does. And I think that also comes from an, a space of, uh, like I said, with it being an action, I am in this present moment forgiving myself yes. for this thing, for my past, for my origin story, for the mistakes that I've made, for the last X amount of years that I did X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Once you get to the space where you can forgive yourself, we talk about how terrible that, how you going to love somebody else if you don't love yourself. Mm-hmm. I hate that as a term. I know. But. I know because, oh, okay, so if I don't love myself, then I can't, I can't get love I'm not worthy of love. And I can't love anybody else. Oh, okay. But I really think that, the on the other hand, if I don't start to forgive myself, I can't expect anyone to forgive me for things. And here's why. Because forgiveness, again, is not for me. If you say I forgive you, that isn't mine. That's yours. Mm -hmm. That is you letting go of the chains that are holding you. Yes. But how many people in our society say I'm sorry and expect and I forgive you to let themselves off the hook? And that's why I say. Right? That's why I say if you can't really, if you're not willing to forgive yourself, I I forgive you from you isn't going to mean anything because I'm still holding on to it. Yeah. Which means I'm still, which means although your chains are free. I still have you chained Mm -hmm. because I'm chaining you to a situation that I want you to forgive me for that you've already done, but I haven't forgiven myself for it. So I'm still holding on to it and that will then cause relationships to fester. 
that will cause resentment, resentment and because anger and frustration and and all the other right. because I'm asking you for something that you've already given me that I've thrown away. Either that or you're asking me for something that I'm not willing to give you yet because I still have to think about it. And just because you said you're sorry doesn't mean I have to forgive you in this moment. Absolutely. And there are so many people who are like, well, I said I'm sorry. Do you know those people who said, when you hear them fighting, and then all of a sudden you hear somebody say, well, shit, I said I'm sorry. What else do you fucking want? You know, those arguments. Time. And I'll never forget. Ben Blue and I, our first fight. Oh, my God. Okay, guys. So my wife is Southern. Like, real Southern. Real, polite Southern. I am Italian and Irish from New York. So... Our very first fight, I fight the way my family's always fought. I yell, I scream, I throw things. She's letting it all out. And then... She do. <laughs> she do. I do. I do. And then an hour later... You're good. I, my, my wife is sitting on the couch, and I go to snuggle with her. And she moves over and says, oh, what are you doing? I said, well, we're going to snuggle. We're going to watch TV. No, I'm still mad at you. Why are you still out of bullshit? That's what I said. I said, it's over. It's done. We yelled it out. We're done. The fight is over. She goes, no, no, no. You yelled. I didn't say anything. And I'm still mad. I need time. And she walked away from me. And I was like, oh. And now I'm mad all over again. Right. Because I was over it. <laughs> like, I got my shit out. And uh-huh. I'm good. Uh-huh. And, like, I've processed. I've breathed. We're good. Uh-huh. Why are you still mad? Why are you still on all shit? Yeah. And so what my wife taught me was how to fight fair, how to allow people what they need. And I actually misspoke. I was just thinking about this. I was listening to what you were saying, but I was thinking about what I was saying, because I am listening. I want to... I'm sorry, I can't read Weaponize sorries. Yep. Yeah. Um, and this kind of goes in this. So we talked... I said, I think of grace and forgiveness as the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's not entirely true. I think in order for you to give forgiveness, you have to have grace. Mm-hmm. I think forgiveness is the end result of grace. So I can say, so, you know, with those people who are like, I said sorry, yes, I heard you, and I'm giving you the grace for your sorry, but I haven't gotten to forgiveness yet. I need my space to get to forgiveness. Right. Grace, space, forgiveness. Yeah, it's a process. 